Doug Tyrrell History and Comment is available on Google Podcast. Hello, friends. I'm Doug Tyrrell. This is History and Comment for Monday, the 17th day of October 2022. The famous eruption of Mount Vesuvius in 79 AD is now believed to have happened on this day. Excavations in the last few years have suggested the event was nearly two months later than the August 24th day previously thought. It is still a bit moot as calendars have been adjusted in the 20th centuries between the events and today. Jewish autonomy in Palestine is put to a final end in 415 by the Romans. Recall that Jerusalem had been destroyed in 70 AD. The empire is well past its peak and had broken into the western and eastern empires a few years earlier. The British Isles are not known as Tornado Alley. First, they set far enough north that they do not have the heat to build large storms. London sets relatively north of Calgary, Alberta. Being close to the ocean moderates the weather in all of Europe. Historical reports leave traces of a potential F4 tornado striking the heart of London in 1091. The actual strength would be estimated from original descriptions. British General Cornwallis surrenders to Continental Forces at Yorktown, Virginia in 1781, effectively ending the Revolutionary War. Eight residents of the St. Giles Rookery area of London are killed when there is a catastrophic release of between 150,000 and 400,000 gallons of beer into the streets. The first transatlantic telegraph service begins in 1907 between stations in Nova Scotia and Ireland. Author and illustrator Jerry Siegel was born in 1914. He was the co-creator of Superman. The Radio Corporation of America, now known as RCA, is formed by General Electric in 1919. GE was a major player in the early days of broadcasting. Professional football owes much to the A.E. Staley Company, a well-known corn processor based in Decatur, Illinois. The Decatur Staley's could be argued as one of the first professional teams. They played the first NFL game on this day in 1920. In 1921, the team will move to Chicago for a bigger venue and fan base. They played their games at Wrigley Field. When it came time for a name change and sharing a field with the Chicago Cubs, they took the name the Bears. Football players are generally bigger than baseball players. Physician Robert Adkins was born in 1930. He created the Adkins Diet. He shares a birthday with my mother, who is 92 today. If you know her, give her a call and say happy birthday. More Chicago news. Al Capone is convicted on charges of tax evasion in 1931. Certainly authorities would have liked to convict him of a string of crimes, but there was just not enough evidence. Albert Einstein flees Nazi Germany in 1933, moving to the United States. Einstein was Jewish, and he disliked the direction the German government was going. Robert Craig Knievel was born in Butte, Montana, and for a while worked in the copper mines there. Always a bit restless and not inclined to color inside of the lines, Knievel was fired from the mine for doing a wheelie in a mine truck, taking out a major power line. He turned to doing motorcycle stunts as Evil Knievel. He was born in 1938. Country singer Earl Thomas Connolly was born in 1941. He was frequently on the charts in the 1980s. There is no indication that he and singer John Connolly are related. But sharing a birthday with Connolly is another singer, Jim Seals of the 70s duo Seals and Croft. Seals did have a brother in the music business. 
Dan Seals was half of England Dan and John Ford Coley. The Burma Railway was completed in 1943, built by the Japanese during World War II. The overland route from Bangkok, Thailand to the coast in Burma shortened the ocean route from the South China Sea to the Bay of Bengal by several thousand miles. The Japanese tried to recruit civilian workers and did in great numbers, but they also pressed more than 60,000 allied POWs into service. Work conditions were horrible and food scarce. One in four of the POWs died building the line, and the death toll was higher in the civilians. Queen Elizabeth and Prince Philip visit the White House in 1957. While President Eisenhower is hosting the royals, other Americans are attending the premiere of Elvis Presley's film *Jailhouse Rock* in Memphis, Tennessee. The Arabs do not like Israel, and much of their animus for the United States is we have always supported Israel. In 1973, in relation for our helping the tiny nation in the Yom Kippur War, they impose an oil embargo on the United States. If you look at the battle, Egypt and Syria coordinated an attack on Israel and it pushed them back a significant distance. Israel had regrouped and regained their position and went further, seriously threatening both Damascus and Cairo. The Russians, who were supporting Egypt, quickly invited the U.S. to the table to put a lash on Israel. Maybe we should have held off. Israel was not the aggressor. Again, we can look at the biblical account and see the two factions are never going to get along. It is not a conflict of Jew versus Muslim. Islam, while subscribing to much of the Old Testament, are the youngest of the three sects by 600 years. Jimmy Carter, well-intentioned as always, but also inept, created the Department of Education in 1979. Education is of supreme importance, but the question begs asking why we need federal intervention to fix a system that, if waning, was not due to lack of knowing how to educate students. We had built one of the most well-educated populations in history, mostly with one-room schools. The counterpoint is things have not improved. In fact, they've gotten much worse in the four decades since. The most recent budget request was for 88 billion dollars. With a U.S. population under the age of 18 of 73 million, that is $1,200 for every school-age child or below each year. Not to mention how much taxes are collected by the states for the project. In the news this morning, Kanye West is making a move to buy the social media company Parler. West is fairly to the right for a rapper, but if you read the comments, some go so far as to call the company racist. And other accounts claim that West had made anti-Semitic remarks. The bottom line is, any source is either a saint or a sinner, depending on the view of who is commenting. The poster who called Parler a racist company associated with Occupy Democrats. I would place them in line with Satan and a socialist. It is more than just name calling. Words have meanings. A socialist believes the group can run the individual's lives better than the individual themselves. And the group is led by the government. I believe in a free market where the individuals has as much control over their lives as possible. History has proven a free market will create as much happiness and prosperity as is humanly possible, and the other universal hardship and poverty. Yet the idea of getting something for free is intoxicating. Therefore, socialism often wins at the ballot box. That's history and comment for the 17th day of October. I'm Doug Terrell. Now go do something worth remembering.